Oh, 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 fellow Fight fans, everybody around the world that is listening, welcome, welcome, hello, take a seat, and it is time to sit around the campfire as we talk about this week's events of main event fights, because holy hell, I say it a lot, but there's just been so much going on in the fight world, not just in the UFC, but just across all boards, we are just getting spoiled, and Dana White's putting them on, the uh, the boss, the head of the UFC. We even have the Dana White's Contender Series now every Tuesday. And then also one championship being on an, an American Standard Time now. They're going to be starting. They got to deal with Amazon, Jeff Bezos. So now they're going to be streaming over here now, which is going to be interesting to say the least. But other than the fights, it's crazy because... Uh, if whatever it is that you actually follow strictly, whether it's basketball, baseball, as far as like real news in the world, there hasn't really uh, been much going on out there, right? I know we we still have the issue over with bet- between Ukraine and Russia going on, and other than that, in world news, I think the last big thing was uh, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. That was the one that was. Uh, you know, getting headlines everywhere. The thing that everyone was talking about, the water cooler in the morning at work. But other than that, um, not not really much. Not really much. And I want to do a little tittle-tattle. I think I'm going to be doing that just to start off the events, maybe in the beginning. And then hop on over to the fights. But as of right now, let's just dive into them. Because this past weekend, we had Jamal Hill... A.K.A. Sweet Dreams taking on Thiago Santos in the main event. And if you would have told me that this event would have been all finishes from top to bottom, I would have called you a liar. I would have called you a liar because that's exactly what happened. Prelims and all from the bottom to the top, from the top to the bottom. Every single fight ended in the finish and holy hell that is what you want not just from a promoter standpoint but from as a fan you know sometimes with the decisions uh when they're just being dragged out by wrestling I know this is mixed martial arts and everything is allowed and I do appreciate some good grappling you know some uh BJJ skills but it's just when the people it's just when someone just tries to hold you against the cage the whole entire time or just hold you on the ground and pummel. Uh, okay, I, I see what you're doing there. But that's not what happened this past weekend. We had Jamal Hill taking out Thiago Santos. And what a back-and-forth affair it was. It kind of reminded me a little bit of Glover Teixeira taking on when he defended his belt against Jerry Prochka because they were just swinging from the fences uh, just from the beginning to the end, I know there was one round, it was either the second or the third, where Santos started to ground him because uh, he was getting tired, essentially. The, that's the gist of it. He was getting tired. And after a while, he just he got tired, and Jamal Hill was like, oh, here's an opening, and got the TKO finish in the fourth round. And it, it was it was just a great fight. First, second round, it was just all stand-up. Diago Santos, he went back to his corner. His corner said, this isn't working. We got to try something else. And you knew, you know something's up when someone who's not predominantly a takedown artist starts to look for takedowns. 
And that's where I knew it's like, all right, he's either going to go for broke here. He's going to either get the submission over Jamal Hill or he's going to ground him for a five round decision, which I can't be mad over him trying to do because, hey, get your check. Right. But the thing about it is Jamal Hill showed some good takedown defense and he was able to uh, uh, overwhelm him, get that finish in the fourth round. He does have amazing potential, right? Jamal Hill. He, he has the hand speed. He has the confidence. He already got humbled early on against uh, Paul, uh, Paul Craig from Scotland. Got the, He got submitted in the first round. He kind of overlooked him, and then he paid the price, so he got that humble victory. He's not undefeated anymore. This happened, I believe, last year. He dislocated his arm, so now we are starting to see it. He does still look a little bit raw in the... In the fight game, I know he doesn't have too many fights, like 15, but he looks he looks like he has fantastic potential. So I believe he's gonna watch that tape. He's gonna um, he's gonna watch that tape. He's gonna make adjustments, and we are gonna really see on his next outing whether or not he is championship material or not, or if he's gonna be a B level fighter. Because as of right now, I see him as being as a B level fighter, and. He's not up there just yet, but he still has room for improvement. So hats off to him, and can't wait to see Jamal Hill again. And now this upcoming week, we have, da, 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 who is that? Dominic Cruz, you probably heard of him, the best bantamweight champion of all time. Yes, I said it. And he's taking on Marlon Chito Vera, who is no punk. He's uh, Cheeto is training partners with Michael Bisping. You probably heard of him, and he's been looking good. He just picked up that win over Rob Font with the trickiest kicks I've ever seen any fighter pull off. And he is taking on Dominic Cruz, Dominic Cruz, who's never lost a non title fight, and he's the underdog. He is the underdog. He is one of my favorite fighters of all time, right next to Anderson Silva, uh, the spider himself. So it's going to be interesting to see how he can take down this this rising tide, this rising current that is Marlon Chito Vera. He's been he has looked so phenomenal the last couple of fights. Ever so he had some uh, defeats early on, but we are just seeing improvements in his game, and it is just so fantastic to watch for that fight. I oh man, it's going to be hard. Dominic Cruz, his game plan. Footwork, we all know Dominic Cruz, he has fantastic footwork. He's going to be jabbing, popping, leaning to the side, looking for those openings. And Marlon Chito Vera is going to be looking for those nasty switch kicks, the side kicks, the oblique kicks. And he's going to be looking to essentially take the early rounds off and then pick up in the later rounds. Overall, I believe Chito Vera is going to get it done. Unfortunately, I don't like to say it. I don't like to bet against my guy. He's going to get it done via decision, and I think he's going to take the first two rounds off, and he's going to download Dominic Cruz because he knows that Dominic Cruz is a former world champion. He has to take him seriously, but he can't go for broke in the beginning of the round. So I see Chito Vera taking the first two rounds off and then picking it up in third, fourth, or fifth, and I believe Cruz is going to get kind of beat up. We're going to see the wear and tear on his face. And then I think it's going to be decision. So that is my official prediction for this upcoming weeks. And then I believe I talked about it last show. We have 
the amazing UFC 281 card with Charles Oliveira taking on Islam Makachev and then TJ Dillashaw trying to take the belt from Aljamain Sterling and then Peter Yan taking on Sugar Sean O'Malley and that is going to be freaking fantastic and I can't wait to break that one down so make sure you guys still tune in and we'll catch you guys next time. Peace!